Your belt. It's yellow. I had it made. It's for everyday use with casual clothing. Obviously, I chose yellow because I'm a yellow belt. I wanted to wear my yellow belt all the time, but I knew it would look strange. That really is a wonderful idea. To be honest, I wish I'd thought of it. Now I could be a yellow belt in everyday life, in addition to being one in this dojo. I mentioned before that I had it made. It was a special order. The thing is, the belt company wouldn't make just one. I had to make at least 50. The positive out of this is that I have enough for all the other students. I even had to make a black one for you. I think it turned out quite nice. Episode 252 of the Movie Review Show. Back again. The third. The, that's right. The third installment recorded on this day. 311 day. All mixed up. What you gonna do? Record some movie reviews for you. Uh, it's, it is March 11th, 2020. At 2.47 and 5 seconds p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Recording from the friendly confines of my home. Office recording studio here in parts unknown South Jersey, an area uh, that we we do have coronavirus in my county. At least one case, but I think there was four workers in Cherry Hill that might have. I would who knows? This is uh, it's it's some scary shit. The but as a father, uh, it's less scary to me because my kids apparently don't like the little kids. This is a weird. There's a good Washington Post article. And I am here to review the uh, the art of self defense, twenty nineteen. But there is a good yeah. Check that out if you're listening to this. Unless you're an alien and we've all died, and you're just this is uh, one of the things you've come across because the human human species is is dead, and you're just you've come across this. Uh, don't don't read the Washington Post article because it's not gonna. It's you can probably you know all the dead bodies strewn about. That'll probably the bones because it'll, it'll probably be bones because it's that. It's way far in the future. Maybe the bones will even themselves have been disintegrated by some weather event. I don't. I don't really know. Um, that's, that's all to say that hey, this is the three hundredth. I'm sorry, the three hundred second film that I've reviewed, and it's a special day where I'm recording four episodes of the show all on the same day. I do this every once in a while to myself because I, I get behind. And I don't have a tight schedule, so I got to do multiples in a day to kind of crack them out. And it's called a catch-up day, but it has nothing to do with actual the food catch-up, the pro, the Heinz product. Then you know you can't put it as on French fries. It didn't really ain't gonna do no you no good. I don't know why I went southern there, but there you go. That's what you have. That's what you, what you do. That's what we do here. You hear me? I'm gonna do the rest of the review like this. 
We are looking at the Jesse Eisenberg 2019 vehicle. They are a self-defense. Have you seen this? Have you heard about it? It's on Hulu. Saw the trailer for this last year. And I put it on my list of films that I might want to check out. And, you know, it, it kind of looked like, all right, I've seen this movie before, but I kind of like this kind of movie. So, all right, it's fine. I'll check that out. It's on Hulu, and then you kind of turn it on one night, and then you finish it because you started it. Uh, I'll say this about the film, which I didn't love or really like all that much. It's certainly interesting. And it's directed and written by a fellow named uh, Riley Stearns, who is uh, he's probably 10 years younger than me. Uh, doesn't have his age here on Wikipedia. Um, he directed a, his first film, Fultz, Fultz, F-A-U-L-T-S, 2014. And then he did this film. And I don't know, I don't know anything about him. I didn't watch that first film. Uh, this one is a, is a, is a, is a, is a weird one. Um, it's, it, it, it has, it's sort of like dressed up like a dark, a black comedy of the, you know, quote black, black comedy to me is a very specific genre, uh, that I could like quite a bit. I mean, I think, I think these days it plays better on a TV show than it does on the, on the big screen. And I'll give you an example is the righteous gemstones of the most recent example I can think of as a, as a true black, that to me is a black comedy. Maybe you think of black comedy, you don't, you don't, you think of something darker than that, but I think that's plenty dark. If you think about it. And, uh, to me, that's perfect because it's funny as hell. And the problem with this film is being trying to, trying to, um, I mean, it's clearly trying to be a dark comedy. That's the uh, black comedy that's on the movie poster, for for God's sakes. Uh, is that it isn't funny at all. <laughs> I did not laugh once at this movie. And I came up with an analogy in my written review of the picture. And I and my written review is short, so I'm going to just read it. And I don't normally do that. But I'm going to read it. Like Napoleon Dynamite but with some pretty hardcore violence, and I'm not sure such a thing can or is supposed to exist. There are certain lines that made me cringe, not so much from the awkward delivery, but from the thought of them being forced onto the page, their genesis. What irks me more, even more, is that there is a wonderful movie and message about toxic masculinity trying to break through, and an intriguing framework in the form of what might be a little too obvious, but nonetheless engaging circular plot arc is also in place. The failure here is all tonal. A black comedy still needs to, you know, have comedy. Jesse Eisenberg is fine in this version of his nervous white male, ratcheted up to new heights even. And Alessandro Nivola is more than fine as the suspiciously cool sensei. That all the moving pieces don't ever fully come together is frustrating, but when viewed as a total farce, the film isn't bad. The parasitic relationship between fear and violence is a fascinating concept. Uh, there you have it. A couple of clunky sentences there that I w wish I could go back in time, but I'm not too keen on the editing. I don't do so many a lot of editing. I get I do things. I get them out there. It's kind of my style. Okay, is it a good style? I'm not saying that it is. It, it isn't. It isn't. What's the truth? Bad style. Uh, so this was a movie that I found very difficult to grade because I didn't 
like it as a comedy, but I didn't hate it as a a film that had some really interesting ideas working. And so that, that it's it's I it's hard for me to grade it. It's a really it's a really hard one for me to grade. I ended up giving it a six out of ten. And I don't even think I uh gave it a gave it a full on proper numerical number other than that. I think it's like a mid six. So a lot of these films I have here, and I gotta look at my other chart here. Give me one second here. Yeah, bear with me if you haven't bared with me enough. What? So the sixes out of tens scores. Yeah. Okay. Okay. El Topo, San Festival. So I think it's like a, it's like a, it's a, on the scale of things, it's a mid to high six. Mid to high six. Okay. Um, what is, what is this list of? Um, low, you know, even a low seven. So, so I, my skip, my, my numbering system is all fucked up. I've talked about this before. So I'm actually going to give it a six out of 10, but in, in the, on the website, no, you know what? Fuck that. It's cause you know what? It, it really should slot right in around here. Fando and Reese six point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling this now. Nightcrawler. I think yeah, it's six point. <laughs> oh god, six point eight six seven. Let's write this down. Six point eight six seven. Um, but for all intents and purposes, it's a six out of ten. That's 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 the realm that it exists in. Which, if you're on the weeb, if you're on the film for life. That weebly dot com, which I suggest you go to if you're if you uh, if you. Um, purport to love film as much as you say you do, you you goddamn fool. That's a okay. It's uh, films in this realm are not likely to watch again for the most part. Enjoyable. I think that's that sums up this film for me. Uh, but also a, 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 a um, an asterisk to that. I think I have to mention that that I think this film could be really good i do i do i think that there's a really really good film in here and it's frustrating it's frustrating to me that it didn't kind of come through and that it tried to play up these weird quirky comedy stuff that none of it land like the 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 the, the opening kind of clip i played for you just then i don't know did it's not funny like there's something about it that's interesting but it's not funny um and maybe a different writer like maybe maybe the um, Danny McBride crew could, you know, that they already did their kung fu. Uh, like the, the the first movie those guys did was was based on a karate guy, uh, fist fist first fist foot way or something. Actually, the whole idea of kicking punching with your that was explored in that movie. Maybe this movie is just like a weird ripoff, like a much darker ripoff of that. I don't remember that movie. I I did watch that movie a long time ago, but um. You know, I think in its heart of hearts, this movie wants to be in that universe of like the the kind of the the, the Danny McBride dark comedy, but it doesn't. It's not. It's just not funny, and like that's 
not the end of the world, but when a movie that's trying to be funny isn't funny, like that's a problem, and that needs to be pointed out. Um, but again, the stuff about the, the toxic masculinity in this, and the idea of uh, this weird relationship that fear and violence kind of play into one another—that's some fascinating stuff, and that is truly fascinating. And I, I do kind of wish that it was um, explored more. And I think it's our—it's all of ours. All of ours is loss. What? All of our. I'm not going to do the entire rest of the review as the teacher from the peanuts. Speaking of teachers, uh, had my had my daughter's teacher parent conference, kindergarten conference, second one of the year, yesterday. Glowing reviews, not to brag, but that was actually legitimately exciting uh, to get it to get a really nice report and. Uh, yeah, it made me feel good in this fucked up world we're living in. It's good to find some some goodness, and you gotta you gotta run with it when you find it. And I'm trying to do that today by getting caught up with all this stuff. And that's what we're so I'm gonna I'm gonna end this review now. Um, sorry to all the art of self defense heads out there uh, who wanted more. Do I have any more to say about this? Let me just make sure. I did look up that there was a movie called The Art of Self Defense. Uh, nineteen is nineteen forty one Disney movie that apparently has stars Goofy. That's eight minutes long. So, I think that's just a coincidence. I don't think they titled this movie that based on that. Um, maybe they did though. Maybe because it is a very specific title that I'm sure they had to maybe Google what. If they, you know, so I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe they made this film and they realized, oh, there's a cartoon. But I'm way more interested, intrigued by that than I should be, because that's that's neither here nor there. Whether they knew about the, this 1941 Goofy cartoon, and it, 1941 Goofy. Speaking of 1940s Goofy, did you see this? Did you hear about this? Um, apparently, there was there was an old cartoon, and they put all of these cartoons on Disney Plus, which is like who's watching them? First of all, like, does someone who's the freak that's going back and watching like the '40s cartoons? Like, they should be on some sort of watch list. A, B, they I guess cleaned up a few uh, some of the old ones. Like, clearly, some of the really racist shit they didn't edit out, but they have like a warning now. They're like, this came from a different era and it's culturally insensitive, which I don't. Whatever, that's fine. I don't. But some of the stuff that was like they thought they could get away with maybe without people realizing that they had tweaked it. There was one goofy cartoon where he's smoking a cig and they digitally edited out the cigarette. Made him just like look like he was putting his hand to his mouth or something. Which I was thinking about all the work that must have had to go into that in like 2019 or you know whenever they they got like we need the cigarette removal project and they like had to get some animators on that and be like, Oh, what'd you do today at work? It's like, oh, I digitally removed a cigarette from 1940s goofy mouth. Yeah, good times. Um, also, the people on Wikipedia who are cat or who are who chronicle all of these old Disney cartoons, like the shorts. God bless them. That is a that that is a, a project in and of itself. And I'm sure, I know it's not just Wikipedia. I'm sure that, that they resource. There's a lot of sites, websites that are cited here that probably are even more kind of deep into that whole thing. But freaks and uh, everyone, every which one of you are freaks for that old those old Disney cartoons and 
Um, God bless you. Just true freaks, though. All right. Uh, I have one more of these to go, and I actually don't have to do much recording. I just have to do a little intro because I recorded the bulk of it after seeing it in the theater over the weekend. So the next one's going to be sh- uh, not a lot of work on my part today. But that's just me thinking out loud here. Episode 252 of the Movie Review Show has ended. Go in peace. And please, go in peace. Don't turn to violence or fear and or fear. Be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself and each other.